Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra, bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on your schedule like podcasts. Here's the latest. The confirmation hearing for Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson has begun. If appointed, she would be the first black woman to join the Supreme Court. Senator Dick Durbin, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, delivered opening statements. He outlined the challenge faced by Jackson. It's not easy being first. Often you have to be the best, in some ways the bravest. But your presence here today, your willingness to brave this process, will give inspiration to millions of Americans who see themselves in you. If confirmed, Jackson would be only the second woman of color on the court. The first was Sonia Sotomayor. It's day 26 of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Here's what's going on right now. Yesterday, it was a typical mall with a multiplex theater, a gym, and American fast food restaurants. Today, it's a smoldering ruin. A Russian attack on the mall in central Kyiv last night is one of the biggest yet on the Ukrainian capital. At least eight people are confirmed dead so far, and the mayor of Kyiv has imposed a two-day curfew. Farther south, in the besieged port city of Mariupol, Ukraine emphatically rejected an ultimatum by Russia to surrender the city this morning. The defiance may lead to even more attacks on civilian targets, like the bombing of an art school yesterday where the Ukrainian government says 400 people had taken refuge. Ukraine also claims Russia has been evacuating Mariupol residents all the way to Russia by force, essentially taking them hostage. A growing number of Western experts say the Russian invasion has hit a stalemate, with Putin's forces unable to take any major Ukrainian cities. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said Sunday on CBS the Russian campaign is essentially stalled. But a stalemate is not the same as an end to the war. In fact, Russia only seems to be intensifying its attacks on civilian targets, including plans to intensify attacks on the capital. As millions of Ukrainians flee their country, Europe is responding in an unprecedented way. They're offering the refugees work. According to the New York Times, job boards are filled with postings, offering Ukrainians language training and childcare to help get them into the workforce quickly. Some governments are even waiving visa requirements. Other European countries are seizing this labor surplus as an opportunity to fill vacancies left during the pandemic. 
Soccer superstar David Beckham turned over his Instagram account and its 71 million followers to a Ukrainian doctor over the weekend. The doctor, identified as Irina, posted pictures and videos of her heartbreaking work with newborns in the basement of a Kharkiv hospital. She said her colleagues are working 24-7, but none of us will give up. Beckham, a UNICEF ambassador for almost 20 years, urged his followers to donate to the children's charity. Coming up, we talk about WAG. That's the dog walking app. It has big plans to grow and go public, but some former employees say it's just not that safe for dogs or walkers. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. A man in Wales who suffered with COVID for more than seven months has been cured with an unusual treatment, two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. According to the BBC, it's the first time a COVID vaccine has been used to treat the illness rather than prevent it. 37-year-old Ian Lester had a weakened immune system when he caught COVID in December 2020. After initially recovering, his symptoms returned and he kept testing positive. His doctor's radical idea to use the vaccine as a cure worked almost overnight. It's a positive sign for others with weakened immune systems. If you're anything like me, you're bracing for the worst as COVID cases once again rise in Europe and China thanks to the stealth Omicron subvariant. But Dr. Fauci says we don't need to worry too much. On ABC's This Week, Fauci says cases still aren't severe. And while there may be an uptick... Hopefully we won't see a surge. I don't think we will. Fauci also says he doesn't see the U.S. going back to restrictive guidelines. Georgia and Maryland have temporarily suspended their state's gas taxes as prices at the pump continue to climb thanks to the Russia and Ukraine conflict. In Georgia, the state's gas tax will be paused until the end of May and until mid-April in Maryland. Gas prices dropped more than 40 cents in Maryland thanks to the move. States like Michigan and California, where gas is the most expensive in the country, are also considering the same measure. Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, won't be performing at the Grammys next month. Reports say the decision is because of Ye's, quote, concerning online behavior. The rapper was recently suspended from Instagram after harassing his ex-wife Kim Kardashian, her boyfriend Pete Davidson, and Trevor Noah, who happens to be hosting the Grammys this year. No word on whether Ye will attend the ceremony. He's up for five awards, including Best Album for Donda. You know the People's Convoy, that right-wing trucker group protesting vaccine mandates? Well, they got a taste of their own medicine over the weekend. Their grand scheme to slow down traffic around D.C. backfired when they got served the ultimate Uno reverse card. A single guy on a bicycle got ahead of the line of trucks in downtown D.C., forcing them all to slow down. Just listen to this video posted by The Daily Beast. Anonymous bike man, the hero we need but don't deserve. 
This is a bizarre story. A man and a woman in South Carolina fell off of a jet ski in a South Carolina lake when another couple on a pontoon boat rescued them. Then things got strange. The man who was rescued became agitated and started fighting his rescuers. His companion pushed him back into the water, and he was then rescued a second time. Back on the pontoon boat, the man started another fight, and his rescuer shot him and killed him. Authorities have ruled the incident self-defense and are not not pressing charges. Let's talk about dogs. If you own one, you've probably heard of the dog walking app WAG. It's kind of like Uber. Pet owners request dog walks, which gig workers then accept and fulfill from the app. Well, right now, WAG is preparing for a $350 million deal to go public, but the company is embroiled in conflict. Pet owners and former employees say WAG's policies put dogs at risk, and the company's been slow to respond to reports of dogs getting lost or even dying in a walker's care. So let's talk about it with Megan Morris. She covers tech for Insider. Megan, you have talked to former employees, walkers, and pet owners. What are they telling you about their experiences? They all say there's a real problem with a lack of customer service. WAG's revenues nearly doubled last year, but over the same time period, the company spent $3 million less on customer service. That's led to delays for walkers who need help with bleeding dogs or other emergencies. It also means that when people call to report real life and death emergencies, think dogs running away, um, being hit by cars, they can't access the immediate support that they need. And so dog walkers and dog parents say they've been left in the lurch by a company that doesn't seem to care all that much about their dog's well-being. You also write that dogs are getting lost. I talked to a former employee who worked there a couple of years ago, and he said about one dog was lost every day on average. Most of those dogs would be found within the hour. So we're not talking about huge losses every single day, but it's enough uh, that made me worry about the safety of dogs in this country. Yeah, I guess it, we need to note that WAG doesn't really release safety reports, right? So we are dependent on people like former employees talking to you. Exactly. So there's really no way to know the size and scope of this problem. And the company declined to engage with me. Now, you write that WAG's policies actually have contributed to these problems. How so? For dog walkers, WAG doesn't allow them to see ratings or reviews on dogs before they walk them. So I talked to one dog walker in New York who accepted a, wa a walk for a dog and only after could see other walkers notes that the dog bit. The dog then bit her in front of the owner, and the owner said, wow, she never does that. This dog walker thought the last walker wrote in her report that the dog bit, and then this poor walker couldn't get on the phone with customer service to report her bleeding hand. So you write that WAG is similar to Uber or Lyft. Have these ride-sharing apps encountered similar obstacles, and how is WAG different from them? The big difference between Uber and WAG is that WAG's dog walkers don't have any kind of formal certification or safety mechanisms in place. So on Uber, if a driver gets a DUI or gets in a car wreck and loses their license, they're booted from the platform automatically. There's no dog walking license or anything like that. So there's no way to make sure uh, that the dog walkers are being safe besides reviews that humans leave. Megan, can you talk more about WAG's lackluster customer service? 
I talked with one startup founder who lost her dog in January. She was thousands of miles away from home, um, and she left her dogs in the care of a wag sitter. And unfortunately, one of the dogs got away. She doesn't know how from this sitter. Uh, and she couldn't contact any customer service live. She had to fill out a form while her dog was running around Denver in early January. And it took a full day just for customer service to say, we're looking into this. That's really emblematic of what I've heard from other dog walkers and dog parents as well. So how might these issues affect WAG from either going public or growing in general? WAG is planning to go public and then take that money and grow hugely. Think about all of your friends and family who, like me, have adopted a dog during the pandemic. There's more dogs to walk than ever before, and there's more people who are going to be returning to the office in the next couple of months and years. That means that uh, as, as more dogs are on the platform, there's more opportunities for accidents or even worse to happen. Megan, thanks so much for chatting with us. Thanks for having me, Rebecca. Megan Morris investigates tech companies for Insider. Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on your favorite podcast apps, or better yet, go to insider.com slash the refresh to use our custom designed player. We also want to hear from you. Reach us at the refresh at insider.com. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to the Refresh from Insider. Insider.